Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, soulful conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. We are celebrating 15 years in our Pleasure Mechanics uniforms, devoted exclusively to creating online resources so you can explore more pleasure, joy, and sexual intimacy at your own pace, on your own terms, in the privacy of your own home. If you are new to the show, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com free and enroll in our free online course so we can get you started right away with some of our best foundational resources. If you've been with us for a while, go to pleasuremechanics.com love and find ways to go deeper with us yet. Speaking of deeper, <laughs> on today's episode, we are talking about big penetration. We are wrapping up this mini series we've done over the past few episodes about playing with penetration. And today we're talking about big penetration, fisting, large toys, double penetration, the ways we can play with filling ourselves and one another up to maximum capacity. And we want to say right from the start that we do get a lot of questions about these topics. And our fisting episode, which was in the first hundred episodes, it was a very early episode, is one of the most popular episodes of this entire 400 plus episode library. So there is an appetite for this knowledge. But we also want to acknowledge that it's a pretty extreme, advanced sexual experience and one that's not for everyone. But just like we can behold with amazement humans jumping off the sides of mountains in squirrel suits or (laughs) scaling the sides of mountains with nothing but their fingertips, and we honor that edginess and that thrill that our extreme athletes explore, And we kind of behold what's possible with humanity through our most edge players in all of these different realms. I think I just want to bring that spirit to this episode that even if this isn't for you, we can all kind of stand in awe of what is possible and pleasurable for these human bodies of ours. Totally. So even if you know that this is not for you, we hope that through this conversation, you perhaps understand more of why somebody might want to experience this and hear a little bit of what might be possible for you to open to in your sex life, whatever you are wanting to play with and experience now. Well, even as we say big penetration, big is subjective. Mm -hmm. So whatever is big for you counts and you can explore the same qualities of edginess, of stretching, of opening, of vulnerability, of time and focus. All of these themes we're going to talk about, we all have an edge of opening up. We all have a place we are stretching. And without slipping too much into it, as we talk about opening one another's holes, I can't help but think of like how this maps onto the metaphors of how we open up to new and vulnerable experiences in our lives, how we open up to let more love in. 
and some of the physical experiences we're going to be talking about map perfectly onto the emotional edges of our lives. And even some of the sensations, you know, the burn of a slow opening that feels just right. Where might we be feeling that in our lives? Or where might we be ready for it? Because part of me, when I heard you say, well, even if you know big penetration isn't for you, have you ever had the opportunity to explore it in a way that is safe and respectful and reverent and slow and focused as we are about to talk about? Because I think so many of us have very uh, preconceived, limited ideas about what we like. And one of our roles here on this podcast and in opening up conversation with y'all is to kind of dare one another to get curious, not only about what's possible for humanity, but like what might be possible for you? What kind of penetration might you be craving, might you have yearned for in the past? What might you be ready to explore? So let us all be open as we go into this conversation. This reminds me, I was just listening to a Buddhist teaching that was all about opening and the more open we are, the more awake we can be. Mm. And I was talking to Chris about that afterwards and we were laughing. We were saying, this is just like big <laughs> penetration. The more that we open, the more awake we are. Well, my mentor, Chester Maynard, right? So pioneer of anal massage, uh, my teacher, um, he used to say, open your ass and your heart and mind will follow. Mm-hmm. Or how can you be holy if you don't love all your holes, right? <laughs> and I just invite you to explore this parallel, right? As we open our bodies, as we soften our hearts, where else might we feel that openness and that receiving? And so we're going to pick up big penetration again with the past two episodes as context. We spoke about preparing the body for penetration, We spoke about arousal before penetration, about the receiving body opening up and inviting something in, graceful penetration. On the second episode, we talked all about playing with penetration once inside and all of the different ways we can move one another and we can move inside one another from rocking and gliding to vibrating to creating full body undulations to all of the ways we can engage with our minds, our voices, our fantasy to open up to more playful penetration. And on today's episode, we're going to take it from there. Like once we're inside, some of our bodies start saying more, (laughs) start saying, give me another finger, give me more, fuck me deeper, open me up. And this is a physical, an emotional, a relational experience, right? It's all of that. Um, And we want to honor it. As we talk about big toys and fists, you know, this can sound um, in its extremity, in its being a big act, we can start mapping certain moods onto it. But in my experience, like from the outside, right, you say fisting, and it sounds kind of like violent, and you're punching something, and it's got this like roughness implied to it. But from my experience, fisting is one of the most deeply meditative, uh, slow, patient sexual experiences we have, often takes hours. And it's often with this like head bowed, like deep presence focus 
And this experience of such deep presence and focus during this experience of opening up is kind of just inherent to the act. And so I want to name it from the beginning that, yes, then we can get into rougher play and piggy play and all sorts of ways of playing with this sexual experience. But it starts from this foundation of slowness, deep respect, and paying attention to one another's bodies because we're taking our bodies into extraordinary states. And so this is like an advanced level of focus that comes with other activities that evoke thrill and demand our full focus. And we did a whole episode about thrill. The episode will be in the show notes. But the human experience of when we seek thrill, our full body comes to attention to protect us from the inherent risk of that thrilling activity. And that's what fisting and big penetration evoke is a deep meditative state of focus. Mm. I want to affirm that and agree with that because that has also been my experience that the uh, level of focus and precision that we need to feel the sphincters or feel the tissues opening is profound. The giver and the receiver are both dropped into deep presence and awareness to feel the resilient edge of resistance and then to move the sensation slightly beyond that and then hold still again and allow opening and stretching and breath and then to return again and open. You look like you're being fisted right now. You are it's trancing a, into yeah. this. <laughs> it's a, it can be a deeply meditative experience yeah. that is beautiful and so slow. Yeah, we're both kind of melting yeah. into fisting pose, like, <laughs> give it to me. So I want to talk about that, right? So when we talk about the resilient edge of resistance, the tissues opening, melting at that edge of aching, yes. So there are pressure receptors in our body. So when we talk about sex, we often are thinking about like the friction sensations, the pleasures of it. Hopefully on this podcast, we have expanded that way out to the psychogenic stimulation, right? All of the mind stimulation of sex, the relational stimulation, the context dependent nature of pleasure, right? So we're way beyond friction at this point, but we want to talk about pressure because in the vagina, in the rectum, there are pressure receptors that sense fullness. And this is partly so our bodies can tell when our cavities are full and we need to evacuate like pee or poo. The pressure receptors feel a fullness in the pelvis. And for some people, this feeling of being filled up is deeply erotic. And what fills you up, again, is really subjective. So this could be two fingers and you're at that limit of like, I feel so full and that feels so delicious. And then any other sensory stimulation, all the erotic joy and the play on top of that feels even hotter, right? So that's kind of a baseline sensation here is fullness. Fill me up. And there are many ways to fill one another up. Again, subjective amount. And as we talk about scaling up here, it is like an optional uh, gradient of size that if your full is six inches, that's perfect. If your full is eight inches, yowza. If you get bigger <laughs> than that, there are toys for it, right? And so when we talk about fullness, that feeling of being filled up, 
It's an emotional state. It's a relational state. Like I want you inside me, fill me up with you. Right. Um, but for then some people, the edge of that sensation where it's like, I want more, there's a bouncy edge of that place that we call the resilient edge of resistance. And this is from Chester Maynard, our anal massage lineage and anal massage as the foundation here, right? Insists that we can fill one another up without a moment of pain or injury. If we pay attention to the body and give it what it wants and needs, if we respect the body as we would as massage therapists for any other part of the body, right? And that's where the massage respect comes into it. So the resilient edge of resistance tells us that there is this place, this bouncy, resilient edge where you're right up against that enoughness and then hearing the more, right? And so this, again, we did a whole episode, we'll put it in the show notes page, can be mapped onto your personal growth, your career growth, your fitness growth, right? Like when you're lifting weights, you often ride that edge of I can't, I can't, oh, but I just did. And that's where the growth is possible. And as we're massaging one another, as we're touching one another's most tender tissues, we can start feeling that place of the resilient edge of resistance. It is a palpable, palpable experience where the body is like, Ooh, that's just right. That's just right. But I want a little more, a little more. Ooh, that's just right. That's just right. And it's a throb to it. There's a thrum. There's an electricity there because it's where the body is yielding. It's where we are fully met but nothing is pushed too far. We are not hurt, but we are fully held, right? There's a real sense of, I've got you right here. Like take this as much as you want. And then we're going to go a little deeper and a little deeper. And so this is how the mood of a fisting, at least if it, you know, through the pleasure mechanics window, (laughs) through the pleasure mechanics lens, like fisting comes from that place, that slow melt of like a little bit more, a little bit more. And so technique wise, you know, we covered a lot of this in the previous episodes and a lot of this is in our foreplay course and in our anal courses where we show you finger by finger how to open one another up. Um, But I really want that image of like holding one another at the edge of just enough, a little bit more Mm. as long as it takes. And to go to like the time of this, this could come after a session of vigorous fucking, right? You're super aroused and you just want more. Or you can enter into a sexual experience knowing we're going to do a big penetration. We're going to do a fisting. And so from the beginning, the whole arc is to open up the body and to drop into those roles. Um, But from the place of we're going to go for big penetration, time kind of gets a little wobbly and you want to take as much time as you wish. There's no rushing, there's no forcing. And that dropping in of focus, it, you know, often includes arousal built on top of it. But like you're holding your hand still most of the time, Mm. which is what's so Mm -hmm. interesting about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like after you get to a certain point of penetration, the receptive body is moving and throbbing around you. You're rocking, you're gliding a little bit, but like the whole yielding and opening, and this is true for anal and vaginal fisting. Um, the movement actually becomes very slow 
and deep and meditative and then like the opening and the intensity of the sensation comes on top of that slowness and it feels so big (laughs) are you beginning to get a sense of why this might be a delicious experience both in terms of the mental and the uh, the mental experience of it the emotional experience of it and the physical experience when you're talking about opening it is of the body of the emotions like it's intimate it's vulnerable and then the brain space it being edgy it being taboo like there's a turn on for many people in that realm well there's a mystery to it it's mm. like and i think both partners get into that sense of awe of like this is possible your body can take this much, right? There's a opening of a portal. Mm. And sometimes you look at a toy and you look at a body, you're like, where's it going to go? <laughs> like, but I've seen it inside you before. So mm-hmm. I trust, right? There, it's a moment of kind of erotic faith mm. <laughs> of given the time, the communication, the arousal, the want, the yielding, so much becomes possible. Totally. And so you're kind of rocking on that edge together of wonder and awe and amazement Um, and raunch, as you said, like there is a certain raunchiness to this. There can also be a certain whimsy and silliness to it and levity Um, and reverence. It can be so many different erotic energies, depending on how you want to play with it. And we've used the word meditation a few times now, and that's the word I know for this deep focused state of attention where you're paying full attention to the body you're touching that to me is an erotic meditation but I meditate in all sorts of ways including more traditional forms of meditation guided breath work visualizations we include some of that even in our courses in our mindful sex course we have guided meditations for you to focus on your erotic body in new ways And we use traditional tools like that from our next sponsor, Calm.com. Calm.com is the world's number one mental wellness app, offering a library of hundreds of hours of meditations, guided visualizations, relaxing soundscapes, and so much more. We've partnered with Calm to give you yet another tool to improve the way you feel and relate to your own body. Clear your head with guided daily meditations or improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks. New content is added every week, so you always have something new to explore. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and bodies. For listeners of this show, Calm is offering a special limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash pleasure. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash pleasure for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash pleasure. And whether you use tools like meditation apps our own guided visualizations, any way you learn to focus your attention will serve you if you or your partner want to explore these edgy, thrilling ways of playing with one another's bodies. And we should just again acknowledge that going to big penetration, it's not an everyday activity for most people. It's a once in a while thrill. It's something we know we like and we kind of yearn for and crave and then sometimes work towards actively. 
The word training is a little fraught when it comes to sex and especially when it comes to anal sex because there's things like anal sex training kits, right? And you're not training your body to perform for anyone else. But when we use this word or we think about um, kind of scaling ourselves up in masturbation, it's a way of thinking about we want to honor where the body is. And if we crave big penetration, we can start little steps towards it. We can start using bigger and bigger toys. We can start playing with different positions where we can take bigger penetration. We can start carving out more time for solo play so we can get that big toy in pleasurably without a moment of pain. Um, And I want to talk about this edge of the yielding, the edge of resistance. You know, we're talking about working this edge of that melting so bigger and bigger penetration is possible. What we are doing there on the body, right? So we're talking about the pressure receptors versus the sensory receptors and that feeling of being filled up. These tissues are designed to expand and contract. So we are working with the features of the body. And this again is true of the vagina and it is true of the rectum in some slightly different ways. There's nuance, but the pelvis has space built into it for all bodies. And so we're working with the musculature and with that arousal and the relaxation of that musculature to open up, to stretch. And that stretch sometimes comes with a burning sensation, just like stretching any other muscles of your body, right? Think about getting into a deep stretch and like holding it and you can feel that burn. You can feel a yielding. Sometimes you feel your bones and tendons kind of like frustrated or protesting against the stretch a little bit. And then something clicks in or you move into a different alignment and there's that like, ah. Oh, that's it. And then you can go deeper into the stretch, right? If we think about the idea that through our stimulation, through the arousal, through the offering up of our hand or this big toy or penis extender, and I want to presence penis extenders as an option here. Maybe we'll talk about them a little bit later, but through the offering of this hand, this toy, you're giving the receptive body's pelvis something to stretch against Mm. and it works the muscles. It opens up the tendons. And especially if through attention and deep receptivity, like active receptivity, you can move into it a little bit. You can start moving your bones into it and you're literally like making more space in your pelvis because you're stretching from the inside out and it can feel fucking delicious, but you have to be able to ride that edge, that warm burning sensation without pushing too far and injuring yourself, just like in any other stretch, right? Um, and the more, you know, your body, the more you do this, the more warmed up you are, the more you've been quote unquote training, the more, you know, your body and you can open up and stretch into it like a professional athlete, right? You have that skill set, but we start where we are. And, you know, just to say, so at the beginning of this summer, I had a new crush come into my life and we started talking about big penetration and I remembered how much I liked it. And it had been a while since I explored it. And Charlotte was away for many weeks tending to her dying mother. So I had this alone time. And so in talking about big penetration, I was like, huh, 
I wonder if I would still like that because I used to love being fisted. Like, hmm, maybe. Like, I just had a curiosity and that's where it started. And to be frank, I had a whole story that like, oh, no, it's not for me anymore. That was then. This is now. But I got out all of our toys and I started from the smallest and started playing with penetration on my own body. And this whole series is kind of that arc of like, I started with a curiosity. I played with graceful penetration and moving on to toys for my own pleasure. And soon enough, I had gotten to our biggest toy and I was like, I want more. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do some sex toy shopping of my own. Um, But that feeling of slowly opening myself up. And again, this was over many weeks, many sessions, many hours of masturbating. And some cries and some emotions too. That's part of the process of opening up here is literally like we're creating space inside. We're feeling all the feelings. We're feeling our body in new ways. You know, when we say the amazement and wonder of like that can fit in there, it's like, yes, it can fit in there. And once inside, you're feeling all of that internal space in totally new ways. So when we joke about, yeah, you're feeling yourself, like you're actually feeling new terrain in your own body and it's amazing and vulnerable and precious. Yeah. So whether this is with a partner or solo, that whole arc, the whole opening up, the yielding, the melting, the seeing what your current limit is, right? Because where I play at my biggest range is nowhere near where some of my friends play. And I was looking at the sex toy guide sizes on some of our friends' websites and, you know, the the spread of their ranges. And if you like put it on a bell curve, most insertable toys, you know, peak around six to seven inches and there's plenty smaller and there's plenty bigger. But when you go into the big penetration toy world, it's amazing to see what people like to put in their bodies And there are certain companies that are devoted to this and subcultures and communities devoted to putting big, beautifully sculpted toys. And when I say big, I'm talking about big, (laughs) 17, 18 inches, girth, right? And I just, I love, I have a kind of certain reverence and one of my friends and I have a joke of like the sphincter society, you know, because it is a certain kind of human that looks at an object that size and thinks, why not? What are we capable of? Why not jump out of an airplane? Right. And I love the kind of depth of exploration of these folks and the pride with which we open our holes to one another. Later on this episode, we have a special bonus of one of our own erotic explorers from this community sharing their experience with big penetration and what they've found there. And so we're also going to be trying to weave in your voices more because we are all erotic explorers here. So what's your edge of exploration? What are you opening up to? Mm. As you're speaking, I'm just really reminded of this being an embodied practice of opening. And so, of course, it as we open our body, we open our hearts, our minds. And there is something so precious about that. And it's so delightful that we can do this solo if we want. It's really it can be such an opportunity for our own agency that we can choose to explore this 
on our own, to see what is there, to see what we feel, to see what we notice, and to move at the pace that we want to move at with no concerns or worries and just be where we're at and see what unfolds. Well, but even when you're alone, concerns and worries come up. And this is one thing to acknowledge is people have shame about this desire. People have fear about this desire. A lot of us kind of are attracted to it, but then there's this immediate repulsion or a shame-based response of, well, what does it mean about me if I want that? And so part of our job is to give you permission to explore on your own terms at your own pace and to confront some of that stuff that comes up. Let us know what comes up because you're definitely not alone in feeling it. I hear from people every day who have been exploring their own butts for years as part of masturbation, but have never dared ask a partner to touch them there. I also hear from people every day who want to explore their own butts, but have never dared touch themselves there. So we're all at a different place with this. And wherever you are, you're not alone. We are here for you. And so much of this, what we want to evoke is pride. Whatever your desires are, if they are approached with integrity and safety in mind and the slowness and the focus that they demand, there's no shame in wanting to jump out of an airplane. And there can be a pride in being a fisty, in being a power bottom, in being someone who can take huge, beautiful penetration Um, And within our own community, uh, kink community, our leather community, power bottoms are revered. Um, And we did an episode on the power bottom playbook a few episodes ago and just turning that on its head that to be fucked can be such a holy, amazing act that we can like be portals. I don't know. I'm into it. Um, (laughs) I want to really emphasize the pride here and the kind of ways that by going to more extremes, we can be pushed to take care of our bodies in new ways and to embody more pride. And I think this has definitely been part of my season of sexual awakening these past six months is I feel more erotic pride as I walk around in the world because I'm exploring what I want more fully. I'm giving and receiving more generously. And there's just a lot of beauty to that. Um, one of the ways we do this is in all of the choices we make around our own bodies and how to take care of them. We've been using the tool provided by our next sponsor for a few months now, and it's become part of our self-care erotic routine. And we quite love it, and we're happy to share it with you. The tool I am talking about is the Lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at manscaped.com. The Lawnmower 4.0 is a beautifully designed pubic hair groomer that effectively grooms the groin with advanced skin safe technology. It's well designed, comes with a recharging station, and offers a versatile range of trimming options so you can trim according to what feels right to you. Anyone can use this tool. It is small and nimble enough to groom around all the most sensitive parts of the human body as we prepare them for play. And you can explore their full line of grooming tools and join the over 2 million humans that trust manscaped.com for their most delicate grooming needs. That's manscaped.com and use the code pleasure for 20% off and free shipping. 
That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code pleasure. Big thanks to manscaped.com for sponsoring this episode and providing us with lawnmowers to keep things tidy. Mm -hmm. So as we're talking about big penetration, I just really want to name that this is available for all of us. For all bodies, you can explore this like with any of your holes, but also in, as we said, more emotional and intellectual ways, right? Feel free to apply this metaphor where it feels right to you to open up and receive and yield and melt with that full focus of like, I'm going to open up into what is possible and stretch the imagination there. And it's always kind of interesting when we look at big toys. Um, sometimes I go to sex toy stores with friends or I shop online with them. It's just kind of, you know, part of our job is to help friends pick out sex toys. And often when we get to the bigger and bigger toys, there's a gasp. There's a, oh, people use that for what? Or people assume that it's like a gag gift at a certain point. And it's not. What's amazing about this is that different bodies enjoy big penetration up to some scales that kind of boggle the mind. And it's like, you want to do what with that? But yes, with the right amount of want, context, desire, skill, time, arousal, preparation of the holes, our bodies can receive so much. And just, you know, in the physical like realm, when we fist, we can go elbow deep in one another. And I have done a double fisting session by the poolside in lovely Northern California, where I was kind of elbow deep in two gentlemen at once on slings by the pool. And again, the furniture for this, this sub-community slings, sex slings come from the fisting community. So they've been popularized now and you see them in, you know, sitcoms of like the sex sling in the closet, but slings come from the fisting community and there were fisting clubs in San Francisco lined with slings and cans of Crisco, right? Like there were, are probably still somewhere like a rig so you could hang an industrial size of Crisco next to the sling and fisting parties are groups of people come together in ritual really like it's a group communal erotic experience to bury our fists in one another's buttholes thank you sir <laughs> right it's and to me when I was initiated into this community young at 20 something in San Francisco it felt like I was being kind of taken into a sacred society of people who trusted one another so deeply who had so much respect for one another, who communicated so beautifully about what they needed, wanted, could or couldn't offer in the moment. And it was like, I don't know. It's one of these acts that at face value is so degraded and debased, but the real experience of it, I have no other words for than holy. Pun fully intended. <laughs> so this is for all of us. And the, I keep naming toys because our hands are one thing and we can work our hands inside one another's bodies. And we cover that in all of our online courses, right? All of the skills to prepare the body and slowly open up one another's orifices. Um, but sometimes a toy is called for 
But I also just want to quickly presence penis extenders because this is a category of toys a lot of people don't know about. And if hearing about all of this big penetration flares any of the I'm not big enough worries, A, you have your hands and small hands are well endowed in Mm -hmm. a way. Um, But there are penis extenders that you can wear on top of your existing shaft, whatever size it is. And all of a sudden you are wielding a 12, 15, 18 inch penetrating object, right? And they come in so many cool colors and designs and a lot of sci-fi inspired designs, tentacles and entire like robot or alien appendages. Um, And the fantasy play here, the whimsy of it can just be another extension of the play, right? And you can get into so many mental mind games with that yeah, an 18 inch tentacle coming at me, please, (laughs) please. I don't know why I don't own this already. Maybe for Christmas. (laughs) So play with this, enjoy it. And it can start with, as I said, adding one more finger. And maybe that's your first finger. Maybe big penetration for you right now is riding the edge of one finger going inside your body for the first time. Ride that edge, feel it. Use this idea of the resilient edge of resistance. Establish the safety and trust to open up to that with this yes. At your own pace, on your own terms. And from there, anything is possible. It's so important to start where you are and to never be concerned about any kind of imaginary hierarchy of coolness or that we need to have any kind of sexual experiences to show our own sexual liberation. It is valuable to know that wherever you are, whatever you want to do is perfect and following your own pleasure is what matters. And that is expressing our own sexual agency and that is valuable. Mm -hmm. And then from there, allowing yourself to be sparked. And explore. Right. Get curious, get turned on, allow yourself to crush out on the world a little bit. Right. When we kind of start opening up, right, there's an opening up to the eroticism of the world as a whole that many of us are pretty closed down about. And that makes perfect sense. And we might have to just punt this to the next episode. Opening your erotic heart and soul. (laughs) Because for me, there is this stance in the world of I am open to being turned on. I am curious. I am receptive to the beauty and the stimulation and the pleasure and the joy and the connection that is possible for me. And how do we open yield to that just a little bit more fully? Yes. Whatever it wants to look like for you. Mm. And then from there, so much is possible on your own terms at your own pace. We are here for you. We are the pleasure mechanics. We have been here for you for 15 years and we continue to be in service to your erotic joy Explore all that we have to offer at pleasuremechanics.com. If you love what we do and want to go deeper, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash love. And if you are brand new to the show, welcome aboard. What an episode to get started. Go to pleasuremechanics.com slash free and get started with our free foundational resources so you can open up to a little more pleasure in your life. And as a bonus this week, we're leaving you with a beautiful testimony of our dear friend, Ro Rose. 
We love that we share a family name, but we are not related. Ro Rose is an erotic explorer and a somatic sex educator in training in Canada. And we've been connected through this podcast for a few years now. And I knew that Ro was a great explorer of big penetration and doing a lot of investigation at this edge of play. And so I asked Ro to contribute their voice and their wisdom to this episode. I hope you enjoy this. And if you want to share your voice and your wisdom with the Pleasure Mechanics community, come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash hello. Here is Ro. And if you would like to learn more from Ro Rose, you will find their contact information in the show notes. We leave you with these beautiful words from our fellow erotic explorer. Enjoy. Hey, so y'all sent me some questions about big penetration. Um, the first being, why is big penetration something you dedicate time and practice to? And the third being, what wisdom or emotional intelligence have you tapped into? Uh, first thing I'm thinking about is just the sort of pride and pleasure that I get in stretching myself or being stretched, um, the work of softening and opening. I use a lot of breath work for that. Um, and this is sort of countercultural to the values of smallness or closeness um, of the value placed on virginity. Um, And I like the difference in that, the subversion in that, openness being desirable, um, being able to enjoy the range from soft and gentle caresses to dirty, hard pounding from small and petite to larger and the discomfort, having equal reverence and appreciation for both, knowing that there's a a time and a space and an energy that calls for a whole range. depending on what I'm wanting to feel in my body, depending on what I'm wanting to share with others. I think there's a vulnerability in wanting and inviting someone in so very deeply, the literal work on both sides, Um, whether it's wielding a big toy um, or focusing on releasing my tension to accept a big toy, whether it's the intimacy of fisting and the remapping of gendered sex organs to include um, dildos, to include fists. For me, this comes from gay male and dyke lineage um, cultures that are very close to my heart. I like the required presence and attention 
Stretching requires and asks for forced focus. I have to focus on allowing and wanting and I most often use my breath to find openness. I think that's part of it too. I, I enjoy challenging myself physically. Um, whether that's been when I was dealing with chronic pain and um, pushing myself um, in healthful, careful ways, um, or when I am um, have more access to my body and I can work out in ways that um, allow me to challenge myself differently. It's an amazement of what our bodies can do. It's incredible to feel um, overwhelm with such intimacy um, with, let's say, for solo play with myself, to know that I've gotten someplace. There's an absurdity in big toys. Uh, I enjoy things like clown play and messy play, and I think that large toys lend themselves to the same sort of um, giddy, gleeful silliness um, of those kinds of play. Uh, I remember standing at 21 years old, standing in Mr. S, staring at the wall of slick, shiny dicks and crazy sizes and just being like, whoa. And not feeling pulled to the anatomical shapes of them and not being pulled to the um, simplicity of them. And to look at my toy shelf now, um, it makes sense because my big penetration toys are particularly whimsical. Um, they're often rainbow colored or the, my one of my favorites is a unicorn horn um, that's very large and wide. Um, I like the whimsy that can be brought into, um, this combination. It, it doesn't need to be hardcore and, and gigantic. It can be silly and funny and gigantic. Um, and I, I love the, just the fun that can be found in that, um, I like being able to model for people what it can be like to turn the narrative of smallness, um, especially in an AFAB body, into expansiveness and asking them to kind of reconsider what the possibilities are for my body um, and maybe for their body. With the second question you asked, how does it make you feel in your body? Um, that's a big one. I figure you can edit this so you can take this out, but I'm sitting on my unicorn right now. <laughs> um, and I'm keenly aware that with the, the addition of testosterone in my body, 
Um, I don't have access to tears. I never had access to tears easily anyway. I love tears, actually. I love to cry. Um, but I, it's just, it's not something I've often had a lot of ease of access to. Um, and big penetration gives me that feeling of, of being choked up when you have tears that are ready to come, you know, when you're, my cheeks are burning, um, and if I'm playing really hard and pushing myself, then I get that sense of tears coming. And I love that, that feeling of relief, of release of tears, um, because I haven't had access to them, but enjoy the relief that they bring. Um, I get with the testosterone now, when I get close to crying, it, it, it keeps canceling itself because I get excited. I get excited that I'm about to cry. (laughs) Um, and big toys allow me that where I can, I can get close to crying because of the, the pain and the enjoyment of the pain. Um, but then I get excited and they don't come. Um, that's an aside in my body. I feel the struggle of wanting and my body demanding more and at the same time knowing that in demanding it has to relax it has to allow it has to release it has to want and I like that challenge of balancing my body demanding for more for me it's not a forcing it's an allowing um and the process of mindfully bringing myself to a place where uh, my body invites and accepts and wants is um, elating, elating, especially having sustained sexual traumas in my life. It's empowering to hold all of that control myself um, and push myself in ways that, um, give me a a sense of enjoyment instead of fear. And there's a reclaiming there that means a lot to me. So I hope that's helpful. I'm going to, um, enjoy my unicorn for a minute more. Thanks y'all. Big thanks to Roe for sharing their voice with the Pleasure Mechanics community. You can share yours at pleasuremechanics.com slash hello. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We're the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure.